0: Welcome to our Inner Revolution podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us. His name is Pastor Jason. He's a pastor at Greater Grace World Outreach. And he's an amazing man of God here. And let me give you a little background on him. He's been a pastoring for since 1997. He's been a missionary overseas. And here at Greater Grace, he works in an inner Pastoral, pastoral care. care. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that for <laughs> a second pastor. Okay. Jason in their pastoral care. We just want to laugh a little bit here. But um, it's awesome to have him as our guest today. Today, um, it, we're going to talk about anger. And Pastor Jason is an amazing man who knows a lot about anger. And he's an, also a, an author as well. And if you get a chance, check us, check us out on Instagram, and Facebook called Inner Revolution. And give us a feedback, your thoughts on what we're talking about. So, as we introduce our guest, Pastor Jason, let us, take us into the world of anger.
1: Wow. Thanks. Thanks, Atul. Great to be with you, everybody. Uh, I don't know if I'll take you into the world of anger, but we can certainly talk about how to how to work with and how to think about anger because there's good anger and then there's obviously destructive anger and I think as men uh, really if every man was to be honest um, we have that fight or flight in us and so each one of us has had to learn um, how to discipline our disappointments that's kind of like the word I'm thinking about how to discipline our disappointments um, why does someone get angry uh... well a couple of reasons why i think maybe we try to control what can't be controlled i think about people and situations where uh... you know we try to change people and obviously uh... in changing people trying to change people we get frustrated and that can uh, absolutely uh... bear witness to anger and frustration uh, Maybe, number two, we try to change what can't be changed. Um, Maybe our past. We regret and have uh, just things in our past that we uh, maybe are guilty of or shamed about. And we think about that in our present, and we get uh, just agitated. And little things get under our skin, and uh, they start to mount And uh, as men, it's easy to implode and go into the silent pity or explode, and we can just be a volcano spewing out fire. Both are very destructive. And then thirdly, I think uh, anger can happen through uh, how we interpret things. Uh, There's been so many misunderstandings that we can see in relationships where We hear the words, but we miss the heart of the matter. So when we look at Scripture and think about anger, uh, God wants us to be angry at the right things. He wants us to be angry at sin. He wants us to be angry at injustice. He wants us to be angry at uh, the the poor or the disadvantaged being taken advantage of. But this emotion is very real. Uh, some say that women are more emotional than men. I would actually disagree in this sense that women are much better in controlling their emotions than men, where oftentimes men will fly off the handle, throw things or break things um, just to release this this latent anger. And, and think about that. I, I remember counseling a man that had such an anger issue and for him to release his anger, he would go out into the woods and punch trees. Okay, imagine that. Okay, uh, if you're like that kind of person that has rage, then really it's uh, something deep in us that God wants to heal. So when we think about Psalm chapter 4 4, uh, it's more than just this. Uh, here's a little funny thing uh, in our world today the macho man will say, Suck it up, buttercup. You know, there'll be this idea of just, hey, just deal with your stuff. But actually, uh, we really need to understand that uh, we don't just deal with our stuff, but we have to put our pain in the right place. We have to take and discipline our disappointments. We have to understand the root of whatever we're trying to work through Maybe a root of sorrow. A root of pain. Let's say uh, there's been a problem in our past and it's been harassing us. Maybe uh, a failure. Maybe something done to us. Maybe a regret. Maybe something that we wish we could change. We have to take that that's been freeze-framed in our psyche and in our heart and say, Lord, I can no longer manage this thought. I can no longer manage this pain. I can no longer uh, try to suppress this this pain. I have to give it away, giving it away. So here's an interesting illustration about giving it away. When in the Old Testament, in many places, when they would, uh, you know, burn have a burn offering unto the Lord for a sacrifice, uh, they would take the ashes from the 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 burn offering, and they would clean off the altar. And they'd take those ashes, and they would remove it and put it into a clean place far from the altar. And the reason why is because if they left the ashes from the previous sacrifice onto the next sacrifice, it would be it would contaminate it. It'd be a cross contamination, uh, just like when you barbecue, you know, working with raw meat and cooked meat, you know, you have to make sure you have clean surfaces. It's the same principle here. It's we have to take our anger, our pain, our disappointment, and say, "Lord, this is not mine anymore." Certainly, we take responsibility for what we've done, but for for there to be a change and for there to be healing, there must be a release of those ashes to take them into a clean place. So, we want to displace our anger by detaching ourselves and saying, "Lord." Uh, my, I'm no longer my past I'm no longer my sin in Romans seven twenty, and I'm no longer trying to control what I can't control or change what I cannot change and I want to interpret things based on how you see things now I know this is kind of a mouthful here and we can do another podcast on it because there's a lot to say but Psalm 4 4 it says stand in awe and sin not commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. And then that beautiful word, Selah, to stop and think about it for a long time. Stand in awe. You know, when we think about anger and we think about just our emotions, uh, you know, again, it's not trying to control ourselves. It's someone else. It's another kingdom controlling us. In Galatians uh, chapter 5, we see that temperance is such a powerful work of the Holy Spirit, where we're governed by um, we're governed by Christ, we're governed by uh, what He says, uh, and I think of Proverbs sixteen that says in verse twenty seven, "A man that can control his spirit is better than he that can take a city." How do we do that? Well, again, we're disciplining our disappointments. We're saying, "Okay, what's happened happened, so therefore." going to repent or surrender that pain and not be married to it anymore and then let my pain be channeled into something healthy and then we can open this up for discussion here but I was recently talking with a brother that uh, instead of being full of rage and full of uncontrollable uh, fits or yelling like why does a man yell it's very interesting it's because he does not feel heard and uh, it feels like he has to escalate his voice to get the attention but actually the opposite happens where he repels his listener rather than compels his listener two different things but so so think about this Uh, we're channeling our emotion into something healthy where now our anger surrendered to god may create fervency Uh, our anger surrendered to god may Create new godly habits, and our anger surrendered to God makes us at peace with ourself, so we interpret things from a healthy perspective. Well, this is a huge thought, the frustration index we could certainly talk a lot about that a tool where again, looking at where we are and looking at where we want to be, and like condemning ourselves because we should be f- farther along than where we are, or we shouldn't be. Uh, struggling with the same struggles. And that index from where we are for where we should be creates that frustration and pressure that just like a heated pot under great heat, um, the water boils, as simmers, boils, and then eventually evaporates the water and blows off the cover. Well, the, these are real day-to-day things that we all deal with <laughs> I I believe I was challenged in this this morning, actually, because, um, you know, are we going to implode or explode? God says, come to me. Let me take those ashes. Let me take that pain. Let me take that toxic relationship. Let me take that that bad self-image. Let me take those things that are cutting you, wounding you. Like, think about this. If I was to have a piece of glass in my hand, you know... What happens with broken glass uh you know we can we can do all that we can, but we cut ourselves we keep cutting ourselves, so even if we have protective gear, it's very easy to cut yourself so so important with things in our lives that hurt us is to let them go to God, and then he will give us what we need and how to uh function and be a repairer of the breach, to be someone that is a healer. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue, right? And James chapter 3 talks about this. Well, wow, that was a long dissertation here, but uh, thank you for letting me share those things. And and as men, we can have a healthy anger, right? We can, in the sense where we can uh, be angry and sin not in this sense, where we can just say, okay, Lord, I'm angry at what breaks your heart, and therefore I want to be a a repairer of the breach. I want to be a peacemaker, not a compromiser, but a peacemaker, because love covers a multitude of sin.
0: That was beautiful, Pastor Jason. I was thinking as you were talking about it that like how we all are angry at all times, whether we are believers or unbelievers. There's a issue that we have in our heart, and anger leads to sin. And it's really interesting because... Uh, 90% of the pro- health problems that people have are caused through anger. And you could compare anger to a smoking or high blood pressure or heart attack diseases. It's the same thing because it causes these uh, problems in our body. So I was thinking um, something you said to me about three and a half weeks ago that personally just kind of delivered me of uh, anger that I fought in my own life for most of my life, it was not not an anger that uh, sometimes it could turn into a rage, which is what the definition of an anger is, an aggression, it's a hostility, hostility or it's an emotion, or it's a rage that's in our heart that comes up uh, when we can't control our emotions. And I remember you said something to me. Um, I also, you said I had an anger issue, but I channeled it into something different, productive, that change that emotion into something great and productive motion for the Lord. And when you said that to me, it really revolutionized my own heart. First time I had to look inside my heart, wait a minute, I ha- also have this issue. How do I channel that? And um, I channeled that anger in my life towards prayer. Every time in past three weeks when there was a moment when I thought, I'm going to get angry, and their emotions just taking over my thoughts i got on my in my corner and i just start praying mm. and i realized that i can't control the anger because anger if i anger it is a sin and if i walk with god with the holy spirit then i can control this anger mm. otherwise the word of god is not true yeah is, isn't that right word of god is not true so i can do this I can be an overcomer Christian by the Word of God. And God could use that to divert me into a different channel. And I thought that was really uh, how it changed my own thought process and changed my heart completely. And it is the issue of the heart at the end of the day. So maybe you could share a little bit about analyzing a righteous anger or sinful anger Mm. a little bit.
1: Wow, that's a great question. I think about a forest fire like uh meteorologists have said that a forest fire has its own uh system of weather <laughs> we can get so hot and bothered that we just everything through the through the lens of uh, the red lens can look what this person did to me what that person should have done uh we can get so entitled self self absorbed that literally our in James chapter three, our 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 tongue can light a fire, uh, and by the way, that's interesting. That The tongue is the only member in our body that can't be tamed. So it definitely is a heart issue. Our heart feeds our mind, and our mind dictates to our body. So I don't want my heart to defeat my mind. So there's a there's a righteous anger. Again, what does God value? What is what did Jesus do on this earth? What was His value system? Uh, flipping it over we can get so entangled with the affairs of this life that we can be angry at everybody but really the only person and maybe let's hear this clearly today who is the only person that, that gets us angry it's ourself James chapter 4 verse 1 it's not that person or that situation or this that and the other it's us it's how we interpret our world And it's also in trying to control the uncontrollable and trying to change the unchangeable. So (laughs) Jesus said, I'm the one that does not change. Let me possess your heart. Let me in patience possess your soul. So maybe you're angry today and frustrated and, and spitting angry about something. Guess what? It's something inside of us, unresolved conflict. It's unresolved guilt. It's unresolved. And what a great provision, like you said. Let's just go to God and say, God, I'm, a, I'm angry, but uh, you know, it's very interesting in Proverbs, God is angry at the wicked every day, mm-hmm. so that's an interesting verse, in, in the sense where he is hating their
0: sin, but loving them. Mm-hmm. So what a provision we have. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I was thinking of this verse in uh, Jonah 4.9, where Jonah was angry because he wanted God to judge his enemies. And a lot of times we see that, we get angry because we want somebody to be judged or we want somebody to uh, make sure they get, they get pay, you know, they pay for their failures or their sins. But that's not the heart of God. That's not what God wants. God said, come to me and I could heal that anger in your heart. I could deliver you from this. But it could only happen when we walk in the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And... So, Pastor Jason, thank you so much for this beautiful uh, podcast we're talking about anger. Perhaps we could do some more podcasts on uh, what are the three types of anger, maybe passive-aggressive or open aggression or assert- assertive anger. These are the topics perhaps we could uh, indulge in the future podcast so we can deal with the, uh, like a little bit more on anger issues
1: yeah let's we'll do next episode on those three those are three great titles there i want to just clarify proverbs sixteen thirty two uh better is a patient person than a warrior one who is self controlled than one who takes a city uh there at sixteen thirty two that's an amazing verse so you know the frustration or the pain or Passive aggressive or assertive or rage—I mean, these are all uncontrollable emotions. And God says, "Let me, let me give my son. Give me your heart. Mm. Give me all that jagged edges, those pains, and I will give you life. I'll give you the healing of of Gilead. I'll give you the bomb. And uh, yeah, you're the bomb—the B A L M, not the B O M B,
0: right?" (laughs) Oh, yeah, Amen. that is beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. I think we have, we have the authority. We have the God has given us this authority to be able to control this anger and be delivered, and thank God for that. That we God has given us that. So thank you, Pastor Jason, for uh, just uh, talking about this issue that is a problem in just about every human being, whether you are a man or a woman. But any uh, closing uh, thoughts before we uh, wrap this uh, beautiful bo- podcast up? Well, I just want to keep going. You know, I thought one one closing
1: comment, like instead of trying to take authority or try to be in charge, large and in charge, instead a servant leader, right? A servant leader wins the heart. I'm not just trying to win the argument. I wanna win the heart. So in service and in humility, the opposite of what we think of trying to be in control, God says lose control, value what I value, and serve the individual, and you will have much more of an effect than you know spitting fire and vinegar. Mm. Such an interesting thought there we can maybe develop next
0: time. Yeah, it's it's really nice what you said and it's just a one thought I love what Ravi Zachariah once said you only win people through love Amen you only win any argument anything with love and gentleness and care and love and love and love
1: Ephesians 4 2 right yeah. there it is Amen. yeah God bless this God thought. bless
0: yeah thank you Pastor Jason and uh, we'll look We'll chime in on this in our next podcast. Thank you.
1: Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome.